If you have any topic suggestions that you'd like to hear more about or questions that you're hoping that we could maybe address on a future podcast, you can click the Get in Touch box right on our website at ktsmoneymatters.com. And the Hardworking Woman's Guide to Money, available either on our website, KT's Money Matters, or on Amazon. Or of course, you can find our link in the show notes. Working with your investments, retirement, insurance, estate or tax planning, or just dealing with everyday expenses, your money matters. Let KT Thomas help you make the most of it. This is KT's Money Matters. Hey there, and welcome back. This is KT at KT's Money Matters, talking to you with your quips and tips and ideas about how to make money, grow money, spend money, save money, whether or not we should join in or stay out. That's the idea of my topic today. And if you're over 50, it's the personal stalker, AARP, that we're talking about today. So AARP, supposed to be for just retired persons, but then lately, I would say in the last 10 years or so, it came out with the idea of being available to more people and to start marketing younger and younger people. Apparently, there were not enough old people, so they expanded their group to start marketing people over the age of 50. So they had to change their name so that they didn't talk about retired persons, because of course, many of us at 50 are still working, but frankly, If you're like me, you still think about this as a potential resource for, that's right, retired people. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about how somebody that doesn't charge you anything actually makes money and what you should know about AARP before you make a decision to join or not to join. That after the break. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. So I got to tell you, I was absolutely shocked. It was two days before I turned 50 and in comes this packet with cards with my name on it saying, come on and join us. We are AARP and we are for everybody, even you, young little Kathleen at 50. And I said, are you out of your mind? And I tossed it. I'm not old enough for that. Well, about a month later, I got another package. I tossed that one too. I didn't even open it. I thought at 50 years old, these people must be crazy. I don't even know if it's free. It's not free. But I thought to myself, I am not throwing myself in the old people's camp. Over the years, as I've gotten a little older, certainly not what I think about as old, old, but old enough to wonder what comes in the AARP packet and how it is that they keep knowing to send me stuff and what do people actually get out of this. So seeing as that there are more baby boomers in the world than any other types, I thought maybe I would dig into AARP and take a look at the financials. Why should you join? Why not? What is going on there that maybe is interesting to you, maybe is a turnoff to you? So before you start sharing all of your personal information with yet another data seller, I think it's kind of important to know whether or not this is going to work for you. One of the things that you should know is even if you toss that package out, you don't have to worry because there are more coming. You can get the next one or the one after that or the one after that. I think I get one about every quarter. They figure eventually I'm just going to wear down and join. So who is AARP and why are they looking for me? So I Googled the site 
they're a United States interest group whose stated mission is to empower people to choose how they live as they age. Well, it sounds pretty interesting. The other thing, though, that it is, and it talks about it on its site, is they are a lobbyist. That's right. It's a lobbyist lobbying for, you guessed it, issues that involve old people. They have some 38 million members, according to their site. So I just Google them. Let's see what pops up. Dozens of insurance companies selling everything from Medicare supplements to car insurance to long-term care policies, offering discounts for their affiliation with AARP. What I'm really doing when I join their membership is I am opening myself up to the marketing of the millions of companies, offerings. There aren't millions of companies, but there are hundreds of companies with millions of products that they want to sell to all the AARP members, and I'm putting myself in that pool. I don't think so. This company is set up as a nonprofit, but it's clearly earning dollars from the literally hundreds of partners with everything from hotels, airlines, insurance companies, restaurants, pretty much any kind of vendor that you could consider that somebody over 50 might use. And they're getting paid for all of these endorsements and earnings. And so I was kind of wondering, like, if they're really a nonprofit, they got to be making some money doing this. What are they actually doing with their money? Well, they spend the majority of their money on the lobbying arm of the company. And their push is on a variety of senior-related topics. Right now, they, they're spending quite a bit of time and energy and, of course, money, arguing for fair drug pricing, expanding the number of generics available, Although I got to tell you, my generics are very expensive, so I'm not sure how they're doing there. And the ability to get drugs out of the country, which I got to tell you, people talk to me about this all the time. Can I get cheaper drugs from Canada and why not? And it's because America doesn't want you to. And they don't think those things are fair. And they want to work to change the legislature perspective to push down the costs of drugs, which they consider to be, and so do I, outrageous. They also spend time offering community things. In fact, that there's an AARP in every state. There are different functions that are offered through AARP, both locally and nationally. So there's a lot of ways of community. They have a very interactive website with a lot of interesting information and articles and more things that you can read. If you are so interested in reading topics about all kinds of things and all kinds of famous people as they age and what they're doing. It's like a senior version of People Magazine. Okay, that was a little mean. I take it back. But basically, you get the gist. What do I pay for all of this? Absolutely zero. Except, of course, your data and the use of your voice in their lobbying efforts. Remember those 18 million people? 18 million people that are part of the AARP family? That is the voice that they use to argue, to lobby on initiatives that they perceive are what you might agree with. And you might. And on some you might, and some you might not. But the reality is that they're also in the data selling business because they can. They get lots of information on their seniors and they're available to sell lots of data points. They are kind of like, I don't know, Facebook for old people. 
Now, with that said, I want you to know, I actually have a Facebook account. It's not that I hate Facebook. It's that I know Facebook sells my data. I also know many people who won't be on Facebook because they sell your data and you don't like that. And I get it. So what's important to know is they sell your data. Once you get over that, you think, why do you join? Well, you get to a community of people about your own age, actually. Over a 50-year span, starting at 50 to about 100, if you're lucky. And there are all kinds of resources that they've come up with for people, quote, our age. Probably the most robust part is the access to discounts to goods and services that you might need. But with that comes the fact that you may have to deal with lots and lots of offers from things that you don't need. And of course, like I said, it's kind of free. On the other side, why not to join? Well, if you're trying to keep your data more private, these big organizations are probably not the place to be. You also would get a chance to reduce the number of marketing solicitation from the literally hundreds of AARP partners. I also took a look at the pay scale. You know, they're, they're a non-for-profit, but they seem to have a lot of ways they make money. So I'm wondering, you know, how they spend it. Because you know me, I can't stand that stuff. I got to figure out how they spend money. Although the average CEO of a not-for-profit company in America makes somewhere between 100000 and 250000 the CEO at AARP makes over a million. And in fact, 17 or 18 of the top leadership people at AARP make several hundred thousand a year to a million. What I want you to understand is that there's no such thing as the free lunch. Think about and do some research before deciding that you're going to be a member. You want to make sure that it works for you because it definitely works for them. If someone is going to represent your perspective, great. But if somebody is going to represent a perspective that you don't agree with and you've basically given up your voice to join, then that's not great. I want to make sure that if I'm going to be involved in an organization, especially a lobbying organization, that what they lobby for is actually for my benefit, not for something, especially if it's something that I completely disagree with. For example, although I will say to you, I have no dog in the fight over the affordable health care plan, AARP did take a meaningful role in promoting the affordable health care plan and received compensation for doing that. Now, some of you are like, Obamacare is the death of all, fi all things financial. And some of you are like, well, I'm really glad they got that affordable health care plan because I'm self-employed. I don't have access to a big employee company health insurance plan, and I needed lower cost health insurance. And so depending upon where you fall on that continuum, you may or may not like the fact that AARP was solidly financially and financially incented to be on the side of bringing affordable health care plan. See, it's tricky now. It's hard to know who is helping who and who is using you to help themselves. As the internet gets bigger and bigger and these associations become more and more important, perhaps in your age of life, what you want to think about is, do they represent the values that I believe in? Am I okay with their sharing my information with others? And if not, then maybe you shouldn't join. For me, the jury's still out. 
I'm 56. I still don't feel old enough yet for AARP, but who knows? Maybe in the future. Until we speak again. Thanks for listening to KT's Money Matters with KT Thomas. For more information, past episodes, and show notes, go to www.ktsmoneymatterspodcast.com. Make sure you subscribe and recommend it at iTunes, Overcast, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.